0: Forward slash the fighting cops to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy
1: the show. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling. Agents answer
2: the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe.
3: If you're ready for a new mission, Join US Border Patrol and go beyond.
4: Learn more at cbp.gov/careers.
2: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.
2: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help
2: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. The fighting cock is back. F*** Liverpool. F*** Windy. F*** F*** Bournemouth. F*** loyalty points. F*** the questions. Fuck Ricky. It's the fighting.
2: It's the fighting. Cock. Fightin'. It's fighting A fightin'.
0: Cock. It's episode twelve, season five of the Fighting Cock podcast. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. Hello, Bienvenue. Hello.
5: <laughs> what? Bienvenue, welcome. Ah, oh, you welcome' That's nice. I had a meeting this morning with a French lady, and um asked if I spoke French. And I actually felt like I disappointed her when I said no. Yeah. She, 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 Why she, did she ask this? Like, she's sharing her screen and she's showing me an email that she received with regards to what she wanted me to do for her. Work-wise, obviously. <laughs> and, um, she mean... and it's all in French. I'm like, um, I don't know what it said, I couldn't read it. But then she asked, like, she says, oh, so do you speak French? I was like, no. It could have said anything.
0: I need servicing.
5: Well, I, my limited French from like the age of 12, I don't think it said that.
0: Yeah, well, how do you say servicing in French? Servicing. So, <laughs> right, body would have been all over it got, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got Flonius Bilf Hello We've got Barney Hello And we got Ricky
6: Je m'appelle Ricky, yeah. Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> How's it doing? Yeah, good
0: You uh, was telling us about something that got tweeted, quickly
6: uh, No, I, well, I was just going on that uh, I was like flicking through Twitter and uh, I saw something come through that of uh, a, a young lady who... Well, it was fairly young, and she, she was explaining that she didn't know whether her partner was inexperienced at uh, the sex. Yeah. And um, she didn't know what was going on, because every time they had sex, he would lay on top of her and penetrate her. Yeah. But then he wouldn't move. <laughs> right in uh, between us. Yeah, so he, 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 he went in, but then he just laid. <laughs> and she was in this predicament of, like, she didn't know if, she wanted to, if he just didn't want to cause traction because of... Uh, he didn't want to ejaculate, or he just didn't know what he was doing.
3: <laughs> a husband.
6: Uh, as, as a fella.
3: Was this like a Dear Deirdre thing? Was there pictures of it as no, well? No, it's in The what? Guardian. It weird. It
6: weird. <laughs> it's weird.
5: Weird shit. It's What my advice would be, look, grab his ass, yeah, and pull, and pull him in. <laughs> and then out. And then yeah, out. exactly. Make,
0: make him move him. Move him. Teach it, him. But that means, like, if you think, think about this, right, it means he's never watched porn. And no one's ever explained to him how sex is or just lazy. Just lies there. Yeah, he upper. could.
6: Be. <laughs> I, I think Lamella needs to deal with his problem. He's not getting his missus to write in stuff. <laughs> you could see it, can you?
5: Yeah. He's probably got a mirror like as a bedhead, do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> what, looking at his uh-huh. there, not moving.
0: Uh anyway, let, let's go on to spoke. I, I know I know we apologised last week and a, a lot of people were saying what are you apologizing for. The last week's episode was very funny. It was funny for us, it was funny for me at the time, but listening back, as I said I would, I kind of got through about halfway through the second half and um, struggled a lot. So if anyone was disappointed with last week's episode, it's free, what the fuck are you going to (laughs) do?
6: I'm here as well this week, so...
0: I did actually think that who's on the pod this week, can we keep it together? So we'll do our best, we'll do our best, we can't promise Because
6: Eric Dyle. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. just an anchor, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just you
5: know,
0: <laughs> keep all together.
6: Keep th- keep shit ticking
0: over. Would you Would you wear black boots on the football pitch? Uh,
6: probably not. What pink? Yeah, I'd probably go for something outrageous. One lem cunts. Yeah, well, well, one of those. One of those, but like with minimal <laughs> minimal technical ability, <laughs> and that can actually ha- has the right to wear those kind of boots. All, but I'd wear them anyway. All the gear and no idea. Yeah, I, I'd, I, I'd be like a, when I was a kid. Just uh, the, the, the last substitute, but I'd be wearing white Predators. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny,
5: we're talking about boots. I mean, we're going to talk about Bournemouth later on. But there's a lot of these players getting very similar injuries. I mean, 10 years ago, it was a metatarsal, or 10, 15 years ago. yeah. And now you're getting a lot of these ACL injuries. And I think it's blamed on a new boots. So get a pair of World Cups or Copa mondials never get injured. I
0: was reading about Gary Lineker earlier for some reason. And, um, you know, he yeah, had... That, that, like riddled with toe injuries, one toe essentially. Yeah, uh, I think he—he he was saying he had like a um, hundred injections. He, he's got two pins in his toe.
6: Was that from all the goals he scored? Toe poke. Yeah, he,
0: he loved the toe poke. Uh, well, apparently it was down to the boots. Oh. so it was the changing boots at the time I used boots to wear softer.
3: Boots. he used to
6: wear the what, Quasar Quasar
3: yeah, that's I it, with, the, with the funny, <laughs> <the> funny symbol <laughs> like a Quasar yeah. I remember them it's like a round symbol with a yeah. block yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. What? it was a cube. Yeah, well, obviously that's now it cool. makes sense it was a a Q remember
0: goalkeeper's gloves they all had the same as well they had the uh, well, Roy- Sondikos Sondico. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, that's it not Moish and what was that Roish R- 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 yeah. I found a pair of Sondikos last week at 5 a
5: side it was a win I've got him in the boot in my car I've got a shin pad I think a Sondikos
6: yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Are they still in business? <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, obviously. Yeah. I, I had a pair of I think they were Sondico, um shin pads from uh, Paul Gascoigne. His uh, signature.
3: Were they properly signed or was it just? No, no,
0: no. no it was just printed okay. on as a fucking mug. But in my <laughs> in my in my head they were his shin pads that he wore. Um, yeah, just for a bit a bit more nostalgia. Do you remember those little um, like mesh? No, goalkeepers' gloves, the they're... orange
3: ones with the little black bits of plastic on it. Yeah, no, um, they were like
0: they were like gripped, yeah. so you could grip yeah. it that a the bit
3: better. That yeah. was the goalkeeper gloves that the poor kid
0: or <laughs> yeah. the to school. It's so true, and the, and the bit like the, the moth-bitten holes in them Yeah, yeah. and well, they'd so, break your hands like you saved the ball. They were like
6: gardening gloves. because
5: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah. when you watch like um, footballing in the sixties and seventies, some of the keepers had gloves. Some of them had look, looked like gardening gloves with really. yeah. like, a little bit of lattice around the wrist. Yeah, and it would look like the rubber like gardening gloves would have. Just think well how are you playing in those?
0: Jennings with his massive shovel hands. Um, he, he would. He wouldn't wear gloves. Yeah, He'd be he right,
5: he a foam finger. So I I could a faker.
0: Fuck. <laughs> yeah. That, that was. Uh, that's when fucking like men were men <laughs> <laughs> and women were grateful. hope you wouldn't finish that. Men were men and women were grateful. Right? <laughs> yeah. back in the day. <laughs> you awful human. <laughs> I'm just reciting stuff that I've heard that I've found found funny. I don't actually believe this stuff. But that, if I believed after the stuff I said, I don't think we'd be friends, Tyrone
3: That is true. The fact they used to play in cold weather and like rain and snow with no gloves on—it does need to be applauded, to be honest.
0: Yeah, Loris is Loris is a great goalkeeper, but he's no man.
3: No, <laughs> he'd never, we- he'd never not wear gloves.
0: Yeah, yeah. and the, yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I don't want to say what I'm about to say. OK, uh, so new fanzine coming out. Um, Barry, our designer, is sending over the preview pages, I think, tomorrow. Uh, and as soon as they're over, we are going to put up pre-orders, um, which will include stickers, as normal, and an amazing fanzine. All about the players. The glorious, glorious players that have played in the lily-white shirt. All about the ballers. You wrote... <laughs> Shot callers. You wrote... I don't like that word.
5: <laughs> oh, that's why I keep saying
0: it. What... what uh, <laughs> Barney, what did you write about? Goalkeepers. That
3: was it, yeah? Yeah, I wrote about, um, I'm not going to spoil it, by the fucking panzing, but yeah, I wrote about goalkeepers and how Tottenham goalkeepers have kind of like come to symbolise us over the years. Well, we've had
0: some really, we've had a couple of great goalkeepers, but we've had some fucking shit. Yeah. Bobby Mims.
3: Bobby, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. I'm trying he not to talk about it. So can't yeah, I'm not going to spoil. It. It. Oh, you mentioned yeah, Bobby. It does Mims. start with Bobby Mims. <coughs> yeah. ah, okay, All right. that's the You're by being there. Yeah, of course. Good. But Bobby Mims was when I first started watching football. He was like the Spurs' number one. Just,
0: just, just. I mean, who, uh, who do you think our best keepers? are? do you think Loris is up there?
3: Loris is the is the best, but he's not my favourite. Gomez the, is my favourite. He's better than Jennings. Well, I'm t- I never saw Jennings. It's very easy to go back and look at clips and stuff. In my lifetime, Loris is the best, but course, Gomez yeah. is my favourite.
5: Well, Jennings the best keeper in the world. While he was at Spurs, when I was a kid, he was at Arsenal then, and he was regarded as the best keeper in the world. Really? I don't know what well, in his time at Spurs he was regarded as such.
0: Was he sold to Arsenal because we believed his
5: playing days were over?
0: Or oh, don't he, don't that's know. what I
6: think.
5: I think I'm fucking wrong now, aren't they? Either we gave him a derisory offer and just said, "Oh, fuck you." It must have been tricky, because he, he
0: obviously considers himself a Tottenham man. and um, He's
5: loved by both sets of fans, so it's just weird, isn't it?
0: He's such a nice man. Yes. Anyway, yeah, so buy the fanzine when it comes out, pre-order it, because it helps us keep the fighting cock going, and you get something very nice in return. No foil covering this time, because that um, wasn't as profitable <laughs> the, <laughs> last, the last episode at all, the last issue. Um, it's five years to the, to the day that Bows... Oh, on got, the 20th. On the 20th. Oh when this comes out sorry yeah uh <coughs> five years to the day that bow scored his trick in uh, in Milan the yes. game that we lost, but morally we won
6: yeah
0: the uh, best defeat ever it was it was amazing you
6: we you were there as well you? we were there yeah. yeah we were in the San zero your memories uh my memories of it it was a really kind of um I wasn't expecting oh. for, for obviously them to be three nil up in like twenty minutes or whatever but one of the things that Kind of sticks with me to this day is when I know they do it at uh, the swamp over there where they kind of the stadium announcer says the first name and then the second name, the, the fans repeat it, yeah, yeah. And it was almost kind of like um, it was, it was like I, I don't want to say like, well, I'm gonna I'm say it. it was like a, a kind of a Nazi salute of, <laughs> of uh, looking around the stadium and it was like. And the score is Samuel. Yeah, e awesome. And all the hands are going, E-choo! E-choo!
0: Awesome, and I remember bit, yeah. I'm pretty
6: about, sure they weren't doing the Nazi salute. <laughs> so. They were
0: doing a salute. Vardy, do you want to explain this neo-Nazi? No,
3: I, I think Ricky's lying.
0: <laughs> my, my memory of that game is um, just holding my head because I had a really bad singing headache. I suffered from these. and I've I've I, seen I, it I find percent. Yeah, I find that I, what relieves my singing headache is to crush my head with my with the palms of my hands and that kind of relieves the pain in my brain and it worries me a little bit each time it happens that I'm going to have a hemorrhage Uh, because my brain's swelling because I've been singing so much with so much fucking pride (laughs) that I got a a
5: brain hemorrhage because of my pride for Tottenham (laughs) do you remember I'd
0: quite like to go out that way (laughs) if I had to go that wouldn't be a bad way to go
5: do you remember when when the draw was made? Because um, I mean, you know, we've all got to I presume all at work at the time. Mm. We were all thinking, you know, who can, who, who can we draw and what pot we seated in. And there you were know, a lot of people who kind of like Inter Milan. I don't know why. There seems to be a lot of Inter Milan fans out there. And when we drew, I just thought straight away, yep, I'm on the plane. I'm going to go regardless. I didn't. I knew I wasn't going to have enough loyalty points, but I went anyway. And I got a ticket for ten pounds, I think.
0: Mate, we were all over the place. We I, we had fifteen thousand Spurs. I reckon I might be exaggerating a little bit, but there was fucking there was yeah, I was it, I was in
5: a neutral area, I presume you might have been too. And there. it was just Yeah, surprising. I was
0: on the right hand side, but there was around us there was at least five hundred to a thousand.
5: I, I was right behind the goal. But and, like
0: in the in the gods. And we're
5: singing constantly. And you
0: think that, that wouldn't be tolerated, I don't think, maybe in mm. most grounds. What what are Inter Milan like as a as a club? How are they seen I know they were digging out Juve at the weekend um, they're,
3: they're, they've always been like kind of losers they've, they've had a loser tag for quite a while that they've always um, people would like to take the piss out of you if you, if you support Inter because they had like the the great Inter of the of the 60s. 60s
5: Slapping Benfica aren't
3: they yeah but, and they've, had, they've come and gone but they've always been that team that could have done something but always fucked it up mm. and um, you know now they even now they're shit again Mourinho we got him after Mourinho had left so Benitez Mourinho P- had P- taken yeah. him
6: back there and then straight away you saw when Benitez took over they Crumbled straight away. I remember as well. There was a there was a guy walking down the aisles and he was like, you know, like a, a, in a an American baseball where they've got the crates oh, yeah. uh, on top of them strapped to him and he had popcorn, Coca Cola, nuts and stuff like. And then he had this red bucket that was clipped to his to his belt and he had like lo- loads of these bottles in his bucket. And we're like, mate, what's that? And he goes, oh, hey, sir. Uh, uh, Sambuca? <laughs> <laughs> we're like, you got a Sambuca in your bucket. <laughs> and he was like, yes. And we're like, right, six, six Sambuca."
3: <laughs> <laughs> I went to watch a football match in Colombia and they actually like put drink into like plastic bags and sealed them. And uh, the vendors put it down their pants and they'll take it out and you buy one and they'll throw it to you. And it's a little kind of plastic bag full of liquid. It's
5: like, <laughs> it's like
3: those kind of energy shots you see the players do. <laughs>
0: I've got so much to thank Columbia for, but I've (laughs) got to go over and watch watch a game of of football if that's the case. uh, This reminds me of Case when he was uh, up north. I think it was Stoke. And they were selling these cartons, like milk cartons, full of cider. It was it cider. No, they were milk, cider. Bottles, milk bottles, milk bottles yeah full of cider. S- selling them in the pubs for people to yeah. go to the game with. I quite like that. It's yeah. kind yeah. of yeah. Like a traditional. Yeah. Kind Alcohol of comes in cartons. Caribbean,
3: <laughs> <Colombian>. <laughs> it comes in a carton. You you cut the top off it and you pour it like you pour cheap orange juice into into cups. It's oh my god. Milk comes I'm, in bags. It's
0: all.
6: It's all I'm clean. going.
0: There's no there's no there's no argument about it. I'm going to Colombia. I'd be dead but i a- everything going.
6: you're trying to get a- anything that you're trying to buy has alcohol in it so you go there you bite into a pie and shit loads of vodka <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just everything <laughs> <Or buck> fast
0: <laughs> alright and um, the Atlantic Bar in Chicago is trying to win the NBC Best Bar Award a few of the Chicago Spurs were on the podcast recently late last season weren't it And uh, it's a regular haunt. So anyone in Chicago who uh, wants to watch Spurs, whether you're on holiday or you live there and you support Spurs, go down to their pub, which is the Atlantic Bar.
6: I'm going to make it my mission one day to go there. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of Spurs out you, there. You went out there, didn't you, buddy? In New York. I oh, went to no. the
3: O'Case's in mm-hmm.
6: New York. Okay.
0: How uh, was that? That was really good. Different, yeah? man. For, just... And they're going to give Atlantic Borough a run for their money?
3: Um, I actually think they've moved. I think the O'Case's <laughs> has closed down. Spurs ended it. I don't think they've moved somewhere else. If you are going to New York, hit up Brooklyn Yard to find out any details about where to go.
0: Wicked. All right, so let's talk about Liverpool. My instant reaction was that it was it was about what I expected it to be, given the the kind of commotion around Plop, and um, you know it was unbearable at times.
6: For, so, for me, um, kind of you, you're reading the you're reading the the game previews, and I saw Potch saying, you know that, that they've got a new manager, they've got to be they've got to be, you know up really come at to come to Tottenham, be, be playing really aggressive getting our faces and then Potts was saying you know we expect that and we've got to be equal we've got to match them with aggression we've got to match them with our pressing we're the home team you know we've got to take it to them within the first 20 minutes I was like fucking hell man we've got our backs against the wall and um one of the things that that, that I found quite frustrating is that as soon as we had the ball then we'd lose the ball and it goes straight to Liverpool again and then they'd come at us again and then after when we had the ball, it was like pump the ball forward and then it goes straight to Liverpool and yeah. the second balls and like you know they were winning everything and pushing forward and I was like thinking this is only a matter of time before that ball goes in the net and then they hit the bar. Yep. And it kind of we our, our nerves started to settle And we started to get A foothold into the game Then after we got That foothold It was like we, we took control Of that second half And it was like Kind of like I'm not a huge boxing fan But the boxing analogy Where someone goes in Steaming And then afterwards They You know Is it punch themselves out yeah. Or some shit like yeah, that Yeah it happens
0: often With big punches
6: And then And then the other person Comes back in And then When it got to the second half uh, Like I didn't want That whistle to blow up Because I knew We were we were on the offensive Then and I like, I thought we would have got definitely gone on and got that goal. Ricky just nailed the whole game in like 45 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Nice
3: round-up. Yeah. 45 <laughs> minutes. Fucking hell. Let's see if it's windy. Like <laughs> <half again. laughs> um, but I, I, I thought it was it was unsustainable because they were pressing like they used to press when they had Sterling, Sturridge and um, Suarez up front. And you knew, just l- just looking at the state of their midfield and their strikers, they, they couldn't keep it up. It was just a question of Spurs holding out and putting up with their bollocks and then eventually they fade and then we should have taken our chances and if we'd taken a couple of our chances in that first half second half they would have tried to do the same thing again but it would well, never have happened in my opinion they had one, one chance that, from uh, a corner
0: and that, that, and that can happen at any time yeah. and uh, he should have scored and it hit the bar and whatever my life, I was looking at it and it was impressive the first 20 minutes 15-20 minutes Liverpool were unplayable off the ball, it, they we were panicking. Out of aerial, uh, the Watongen were forced to be play quick football, which isn't what they are used to. They like to pick out passes at length, and um, you know, try and try and carve opportunities out from the back. I, I I actually thought of it and thought this is really naive of Klopp, which is not what I thought I would be saying. Is that anyone, any team in the world can come out and say? You've got to press everything. You've yeah. got to run as hard as you can and work. Spurs could have come out like that, and I think actually, as soon as they, when when I when they hadn't scored, I thought, well, Spurs have got this because they're yeah. fucked now, and it was actually naive, I think, of Klopp to just go out there and do that and expect a team that isn't trained to do that, to to to, to be able to perform at that level. And I, I, they could be running marathons every day. For the next year and not produce ninety minutes of that pressing football, it's impossible. it's impossible. So what did he say to them? Did he say go out and chase everything and 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 we'll nick a goal or something? I mean, well, it, it just seemed it seemed like a, a nov, something a novice coach would, would do. And then I was thinking, well, why ain't not Spurs pressing? And Pochettino re- realizes that this is a game played over ninety minutes, not twenty.
6: If 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 you kind of like uh, like you're saying if if. If they did sustain if within that twenty minutes, and they did inflict a goal or even a second goal, then the game would have been that's it. The game would have been kind of effectively yeah. over. Spirits would have dropped. So that is a tactic.
0: So, um, but it's quite a risky one.
6: Oh yeah, completely.
0: And they, they, I mean, we had the better chances. It's like we it, could have scored two in that in that in that spell. Ng had a, a, a good effort to be fair to him with the outside of his boot. Kane went through. He probably should have done better with that, but it was quite a difficult
6: for them. It was kind of like. Um, a, a one-off game. So obviously, the, the game to impress the coach and to get his ideas across. But then, for that one-off game, it's not going to be sustainable throughout the season. Them, them doing that, or or, ju- or, or just minutes. or just going for like every single game first 20 minutes playing at that intensity. But um, yeah, if if they would have got got a goal or two goals, it could have been very very different. I think it's
5: very odd them getting rid of Brendan um, Rodgers <throat> when they did, um, in the sense that. Um... In the sense that to bring in something like a pressing system, to bring in the team halfway through the season or even a third of the way through the season, is just not practical for reasons that Flav has covered in that. Um you can't maintain that intensity for a whole nightmare. So we know enough about Liverpool proof like them. Yeah. But we missed Derek Dyer and before the game a lot of our fans had concerns, you know, how we were gonna do without him. Dembele comes in and he actually played quite well, but I thought as did ever, very, very well. As as ever, he. The, the, but Dembele's best games, a lot of them, not all of them, seem to be in games that we either draw, games that we draw just maybe win narrowly. I mean, he played against. I think he played for Fulham against Man U. I Think it might have been his last game for them, and that was 0-0. His best game for us has been a nil and that kind of sums him up to a degree that he's not hurting them. I think it been a little bit unfair on Dembele because I thought he had a lot of
3: work to do. And I thought he did it well, and I thought it was probably his best performance I've seen him play for Spurs since he lost Sandro. He went back to that old school Dembele where. I've not disagreed of any of that, but we didn't win. But but Dembele's not in a role where he should be killing teams off. He was so he was deeper, and he was giving he was building a platform for our players. The I, the fault of this game lies with our front three and Kane. Well,
5: well, the front that's front three the up honey, yeah.
3: That's the reason why, we, not because of Dembele. He wasn't there to make the winning game contribution. He was there to ensure we didn't lose it.
6: The amount of balls that he he was running after, winning back the possession, tackling, um, it it was incredible. Really, I I, I thought he did, he did ten. What? He did ten of those. Was, was that did good? He?
5: That's good.
6: Oh, it's good. Yeah, he, winning he, the ball back. He, he was uh, he was superb. <laughs> and <laughs> he did ten of those. <laughs> <After> <laughs> so I so go. and uh, as well when when kind of when they were putting a lot of pressure on us a lot of the balls went to him whether it was a good pass or bad pass and no matter what he controlled it got himself out of there and laid the ball off and it was just kind of for me, I, he was man of the match for me. He was absolutely brilliant.
0: I think it was between him and Aldo Vera, but the, the, I was massively impressed with him. I really liked Dembele, so I can't say too much because people
5: accuse me of having an agenda.
3: I don't like him, but he was brilliant. I, I mean, it's a really cheesy football manager word to describe, but he was dynamic. <laughs> yeah,
5: He did deserve to win one of the match. I'm not, I'm not doubting that at all. But um, I thought that he had a good game individually, but I don't think he... In that position, if you have a good game you've got to raise the game of the people around you. Now, you can blame the three behind Kane, because I don't think any of them covered themselves in glory in, in, the, in the sense that they didn't really support him that well. Um, Kane was a was isolated a lot. I remember Bardi being upset at long spells during the game because Kane would either shoot or just not pass. But some of that some of that was kind of mitigated by him not really having the support there, not not people running beyond him. And I'm going to say this until he comes back into the team, but Son we miss him some because sun has got the energy, Sun runs beyond him and he would be in a, in a position that Kane would put the ball in, but ericsson and Jai and Nemele, they weren't running beyond him enough. I think had the three
0: team. and Jai had uh, uh, the better game. I don't agree. I know you're not you're not a big fan, are you? As you have covered in the past,
5: it's not so much. That I'm not a big fan of him. I mean, I know being saying we can't call him raw, but a lot of in terms yeah. of in terms of English football, I think he's still coming to grips with it. Of course yes, he is. But earlier, earlier on, he had that chance and that kind of that kind of raised his tail a little bit. Mm. But after about the one hour mark, he kind of tailed off. Well yeah, after, he did.
0: He after. did. And, and the shot from range was,
6: uh, was no, he did. A, a
5: he, peach. He, he shoots early, and that's that's a good thing.
6: <laughs> Not always, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what, has he got any kids? <laughs> um Probably. <laughs> <laughs> What? Um, when when he first came on the first 10 minutes it was absolutely unreal he was fucking awful it was so level. <laughs> I thought I was like fucking hell man what is going on with this guy and then uh, every pass he was so, scrutinised so much that every pass he made every movement everything <laughs> he did was just fucking shit I can't remember, I can't <laughs> remember I someone like, having a 10
3: minutes no, like uh,
6: that bad before giving the ball away and it was really bad but I, I said it Previously, with the the reason why we bought uh, Son and uh, Clinton um, <laughs> is that these players play off the defender's shoulder. So if you put the ball into space, they have the pace uh, to run onto it, and they're very you know quick at making these decisions. Um, but a lot of the balls he was getting was that the defenders were in front of him. When it came to him, he didn't really know how to react, mm. um, and then he would he would kind of like it was an off pass or wasn't really doing anything and then when he did get the chance and he, and he nearly scored with the outside of his boot that was a ball put through to him and then he ran on and
1: mm. the
6: rest is history really
0: I've been criticised him for using his right foot uh, said that he kind of telegraphed his shot to the keeper um,
3: Owen's a penis. Come on, man. It was a. It was
0: a. <laughs> it was a good effort, man
3: yeah. I'm. 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 I'm not going Tell to. Telegraph this shot. What does that oh, mean? Well,
0: the way he shaped his body Mid-offers. and he used his. He used his right foot. Yeah, he, he kind of sent it, the keeper knew by the shape of his body where the ball was going to go. Uh,
3: okay.
0: Um, but it was it was a good effort. Knapp, on the other hand, the front of football knowledge said it was
3: you know he did well. he could have swung at it with his left and it could have ended up. Wherever. He In went, my face, it would have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He played the percentages outside the right boot, and he had a, he had a go. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> I, I could, I've never used my left foot, but I would have gone with the right outside of the right as well. Yeah,
0: but you also run around the balls to save it, so you don't exactly. have to dive left.
3: You're not an
5: authority on this. <laughs>
0: yeah. But he's here to have an opinion, and that's uh, his opinion. Exactly. So Just leave him alone.
5: There. I'm sorry, that was mean. <laughs> but um, the
3: thing is, you, you, I think this substitution, when Chadley came off and they put on uh, NG it kind of makes it clear that it's Chadley or NG or Lamello or Townsend, because you would have thought Townsend for um, Chadley would have been an obvious kind of substitution. I was surprised
0: that NG came on. So, but yeah. it's
3: kind of clear that Pochettino doesn't see him as a left as a left winger.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. Um, do you think the... Oh, this is a question from Danny Ratcliffe on Twitter. He says, Do you think Alderweireld uh, Vertong- and Vertongen are similar to King and Dawson, i.e. so good it makes him look like a better defender.
3: I think I think that's really harsh on Vertonghen because he was good the first season and to be a good centre-back, it's not just about you being... You need
0: someone with you.
3: Yeah, it's not it's not an try- individual role. It's not like a striker where you're good on your own. If you're a great centre-back and you're playing alongside a donkey,
5: you're going to look like a donkey half the time. Somebody gave us that about Alderfield, I don't remember exactly, but he's considered the least amount of goals... During a period of which he's been in the Premier League, so there's something in that. And what Danny Radcliffe has asked, him, I think there is there is probably a bit of truth in that. Um, Aldevarod makes Vatonga a better player because he definitely looks a lot better. This year. he's a little less unsure of himself. Sorry. I think
0: Aldevarod is a better. He looks a better player than he was at Southampton. But some because players, he's got Vatonga next to him. They, they've got a, there's a symbiosis between them. They work well together, and you do need partnerships. and, and you think about the best defenders in the world and they've always had a, a decent player next to them,
3: Franco Baresi. I was going to say Cannavaro and, and Nesta, or even look how good Cannavaro and someone like Materazzi when they won the World Cup, how good they were together. Yeah. be more
5: than Jack Charlton, fuck off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it, uh, a, better, a better example, uh, it was a good example to use in the question, Dawson uh, uh, and, and, King. and King, but King and Woodgate, two great defenders together, and you can't deny how good Vertonghen and Nadavar would have been with Dyer in front of them, but they were good at the weekend as well. Um, I'm really excited. I, I, I don't get excited by defenders. They're quite boring, by and large. Um, I want to see f- 10 goals in a game, not 0-0. But uh, that was obviously
3: the perfect... Was it the perfect game in Italy? The nil. Nil, yeah. But the two of them, when they play together, they understand each other so well. There was one moment where <laughs> the ball went long... Origi was chasing it, and you could see he just had a little glance at um, all the real world. And in that kind of split second, they just knew each other. It's like they're almost like lovers. They knew exactly. I where reckon they go the home and shag
0: each other's girlfriends.
3: You know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they video it. <laughs> <laughs> Just loads of doggies
5: the whole time, like, like. Tower of London. You <laughs> <laughs> <Tower of London.
0: laughs> yeah, an Eiffel Tower in there. That's the Eiffel Tower. Of <laughs> Tower, 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 Tower of London. I thought that was like some sadomasochistic <laughs> shit. That's you know, two, two, two pillars. Yeah, <laughs> Tower of London. So
3: scared of T I didn't call him up on it. I just, I just accepted it.
0: <laughs> Chains and belts and, and of, bee- beef eaters. Cat nine tails. <laughs> and crows flying around the front room <laughs> beef eaters in the corner
5: <laughs> you've killed Vicky <laughs> beef eaters
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're, both, they're both they're both dressed up as beef eaters well, let's not do this again <laughs> right away <laughs> uh,
5: focus 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 alright
0: um yeah so um, I, I mean what, what do you think of the two I mean they're they, they have been um, superb yeah, great, to great. round up this section.
3: I think they, they haven't really been tested yet against a big physical striker. They've done quite Lukaku. No. They...
0: Oh yeah, in yeah. your face! Shut fuck, the fuck yeah, up, Shut buddy. the fuck up. And and against uh, Aguero. Yeah, Guar- Guar- he
3: was a little bit kind of crippled when they played against yeah. him. He was scared. Yeah, probably because of them. Um,
0: during
6: the game sorry because I, I thought Barley was doing the, the roundup to finish this bit but I, he didn't do it well no it he just got like, shut, it down. Yeah. It was shut down shut <laughs> um, down with Walker's injury in the second half I was surprised that Potts didn't substitute because he looked fucking injured <laughs> he did but then he was alright <laughs> <laughs> he was like running like and then Liverpool on the counter attack Walker was like literally dragging his foot behind him and I was like fucking hell man and then he he stayed on but I didn't know how injured he was. I Another thought. good game, I thought. Yeah, it was, he had a dodgy first 20 minutes when yeah, they were yeah, targeting yeah, yeah. him. You could yeah. see they were targeting uh, But all of the defence had a, a
0: dodgy,
3: you know, inverted But there was
5: missed controls as well. A couple of times he let the ball roll.
3: He had a fucking good was, game, all right? After that, he had a good game. All right.
5: But it's, um, it's interesting to talk about Alderweireld and that um, he's improved walk. He's improved walk a little bit as well and that... Um, He's that much of a common influence. He speaks um, through Philip Defenders and Walker has looked a lot better as well this season. And I, I, do think I don't think you can overestimate the influence of Toby Odeveros. Of yeah,
0: because last season he had defense. either Dyer, the complete novice, in that position yeah. or fucking. shot at
5: everyone else. Frankenstein.
0: Or, or Fazio. Or Kabul.
3: Yeah. Fazio.
0: You know, or Cabal do you know. mean, it's. It is about the players you have, um, and we've got a, a quality defence. Still needs uh, to
3: do more going forward, though. He needs to, Walker. He needs to improve his final, what, well, final ball crossing. Uh, I think we've is what we're going
0: to see from him going forward. I don't think there's much else.
3: You think that's it?
6: Yeah. I think, so, I think yeah. that's it. I mean, if, if if we're talking about Walker, I kind of uh, would like to see him have a more. Kind of, I know he's got to get forwards and that's part of the game but uh, his judgement of when to get forward and how far forward to Walker go Walker's
0: the kind of bloke that bumps into lampposts when you're walking down <laughs> the street you know he's the one that that's that you know we've seen what we've seen from Walker you know he's the geezer that walks into lampposts and when think, he was a kid it was radiators you don't think he's got the
3: next Danny Danny Rose level he's not going to pick it up anymore
0: I, yeah I want to say yeah because you I, have faith I have faith in Pochettino in that respect but um, if I don't know, mate. Mate, mate, look, we've been proved wrong so many times about players. It's not like you'll just
3: not not have a guess or something. No,
0: I've I've been burnt in the past. (laughs) Actually, I'm coming... Oh, no. I I think I've been right mostly about (laughs) things.
6: One One thing I wanted to to speak to you a lot about is uh, corners. Ericsson, free kick taker, fucking immense. Get to a corner, can't beat first man.
3: No, I dis- I, I disagree with this because if you Go look if you look at the Premier League, <laughs> the majority of the goals are scored by near post. Mm. So you you've done about that. We scored <laughs> Dyer, uh, all the real world's goal against City was near post. Dyer's goal Facts. against Stoke. That was, wasn't a call. But I'm still talking about near post areas near post is where all the goals are coming from at the moment you attack the near post and there's a fine margin between hitting that first man yep. there protecting it and hitting the second man so I don't mind well, keep people, going for people are acting like corners are a, a, like a, yeah. a chance to score it's not a hockey not. shot of course corner.
0: they're a fucking chance to score yeah but in, in the same that every touch in the opponent's half is a potential chance to oh, score that's
6: a ridiculous thing to <laughs> say <laughs> saying that Why well, I'm
0: saying the chances of scoring a corner are very small <laughs> Yeah, so to no, criticise no, a uh, no, corner. No, no. What uh, do
6: you know? Three percent
0: of corners are scored. Three percent.
6: Yeah, I can't remember. People it. can't beat the first man. <laughs> don't go in the box. That's why it's a <laughs> question, in the Fucking box. It's a question of hitting Put the mixer.
3: No, no, because if you're hitting the mixer, you're off. The, the danger zone is that just behind that front man, and to beat that front man is really difficult. But Paulinho, the not, Tottenham it's legend. It's
0: not hard to beat the front man. <laughs>
3: the, the Tottenham, is the, the Tottenham legend. Happened, yeah. <laughs>
5: He used to put corners into an area so they whipping it in there. Like, and, yeah. and his corners actually weren't bad.
6: <laughs>
5: because he's put Because he put it into an area, into the mixer, as we just said, and it worked out. But Yeah, but putting then, it into the mixer is exactly what you're saying. You, you're just relying on
3: chance. If you hit that front man and you hit the first person running in the pace, that flick even It's funny even you should say that because
5: we defended fucking dog shit from corners and if Liverpool had any common sense would have taken... They tried to win a lot more corners. That like toe-punch it off Walker's shin, get another corner. We were, our defending was terrible. I mean, the first two, three corners we could see there was the same thing. Near post, they win that head up. And then the second one... See, that's what I mean. So hit that near post. You hit the near post, it's a very difficult thing to do. But if you hit it, the chance of scoring
3: And how about is that
6: fucking bit. ref, eh? What the fuck was he on? <laughs> <laughs> fucking cop. Who got Schumacher? Mildred should have been sent off with him bloody... Oh, yeah. A second. <laughs> yeah, that, that that challenge on Rose is pretty bad. Mil- Although, fact, Milner was just fucking. He was just hacking for the for fun. Oh, do know, you know? You know?
0: You uh, know? you know? You know? Klopp's lost it already. And Milner apparently is a complete footballer. Yeah. <laughs> the, he's
5: got everything. <laughs> um, let's talk about Harry Kane. Let's
0: yeah, let's talking about defending sort of crosses at the near post. Um, talk Harry Kane, um, who sliced one in against wherever it was, Swansea. Is it uh, a <laughs> cunt flicked on Reddit, which is possibly the greatest name of all time, if you like crude humour. Uh, it says, what is wrong with Kane and what's your solution to the problem?
5: Get Eileen Drury to go to Harry Kane's hotel room and faith heal him. What you think? That's
0: the issue. He's not confident. He's lost his confidence.
5: Just kidding. You know, I breathe a word of prayer. Put your, put your hand on his forehead and it also But i no, seriously. Out, demon. <laughs> exactly. But um, no. I mean, as, as I keep saying, I think he needs. He does need a bit more help up there. He did seem isolated in the last couple of games. But he's had the chances, though. To be fair, he has had the chances, but he has worked hard He's worked The defenders hard he's, this season. He's, mar- he's a lot more marked men. Every team he faces, Tottenham. They're they're planning to be like how do we stop Kane and going to have like two three players on him and he's got to adjust to that. I don't think he's I don't think he hasn't contributed. The fact he's not scored is obviously a worry, but he's not he has contributed to the general play of our team. So I don't think it's a massive concern
3: yet. My my belief of Kane is he's lost his instinctiveness. He's forgotten how to just do things, react and how to how to score and how to hit the ball quickly. My beef with him passing wasn't to do with him shooting, it was cause he should have shot then he didn't shoot, then he should have passed, he didn't pass, and then he shot and he was blocked. He needs to do, like, like if you watch what Jamie Vardy's doing at the moment, he's not even thinking about the goals he's scoring. He's getting there, he's one touch and he's hitting it. Yeah, but Kane he's, 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 he's not heavily marked, though, is he? He's no, not but, really a good example. He's, but he's it's Jamie fucking Vardy. He's doing it quick, he's getting the ball, and one touch, he's either shooting or laying it off. Kane, at times, he was getting the ball, and you could see he, he was thinking about having a shot, but he didn't do it, and then he went looking for the pass, no support. But last season...
5: He would think about it and shoot, but this season he thinks about it and skirt all and of whoever's on his him. No no, 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 but no. people
3: are on him quicker now. Last year he was, without even thinking about it, the goal against Palace, for example, away, he got the ball. Before. He shouldn't have shot there because there's so many people. Does he need to think about what he's doing or not think about what he's doing? The problem with Kane is when he starts thinking about stuff. He needs to stop thinking about it and just let the force flow through. He you needs know?
0: another lamppost bumper.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think Kane is a good player, but he needs to just get back to fucking basics. Yeah, but the problem a good, is, he is a good player. The problem is we don't have an alternative. Right? He,
6: again, I, I think uh, I think he's playing really well, f- and I think he's just been quite isolated up there on his own. A lot of the balls get lumped up to him, and he's got he's got to kind of work his magic, and he's got to take his chances when he can. But I think kind of the the wider players, I mean. Chadley wasn't there but it was uh, Clinton and Lamella that are supposed to be providing a service or either dragging defenders out wide to give Kane the space and with Lamella I kind of get this you know I'm, I'm going to get dug out on this with no, with, the, with the Lamella thing but Lamella he's, yeah, he's been playing brilliantly he's harassing people he's getting the winning in the ball back and his tempo throughout the whole 90 minutes yep. um, chasing everyone down but When you have a player that you bought for, I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Fucking forget about his... All right, all right, I'm saying it doesn't matter. But, like, you you buy an attacking player um, that I I would expect for him to be taking players on um, or or doing whatever, creating the space. Every time he got the ball and he had somewhere to run, he was looking to go down. He was looking for someone to make that contact that he would win a, a free kick instead of trying to beat that man... Draw another defender out and then laying it off to Kane. So I'm not saying it's it's down to it's Lamela's fault, but I'm saying that on on each side I think they could be doing more to support to support um, Kane by drawing defenders out of where there's you know because it, it, they're double marking him. They they need to pull, start pulling people out, like give him some space. But nothing's changed this season. The support he's
3: getting this year isn't any worse than what he was getting last no. year. I the pro-
5: strongly disagree. I think
3: the support he gets this year is better than he got last year. The difference... So it has changed then? The, well, it's not, it's <laughs> not, it's <laughs> Your, not got worse. Team. It's not got worse, you know. The, <laughs> it's problem, <changed> the <laughs> problem this year is not... far fuck up. <laughs> tell it, brother. This year, <laughs> Tell it. The okay. problem this year isn't the support. The problem is Kane. The difference here is Kane. Kane isn't doing what he was doing last year. Last year he was... Don't even thinking about it. Just fucking scoring a
0: goal. Yeah, there's one thing that's massively changed. And that's the attention from other teams. It's on, bollocks,
3: on... man. Yes. It's no, it isn't. It, it it's isn't. the same attention. One of, <laughs> <laughs> one, one of the
0: issues... One, one, it isn't bollocks, right? One, one of the issues that Kane uh, and I've seen is that he's, his link-up play is suffering... I know you said that he's he's still contributing to the team, but I, I think he's contributing less than he did last season. Not well, even not when he's scoring goals. He will never contribute that much ever again. No, yeah, <laughs> that's true. But you know, I'm not talking about him scoring goals, he's him running with a ball, his decision making's been off. Um he, he's been less successful, he keeps getting caught in possession. And it's to do with the attention. They know how good he is. Potentially he, he could be again. And the amount of attention he gets means that he's, they, they force errors from him. But he will learn to deal with this. And this is a process of his, his development as a... He's as got to start doing it quickly, though. A, no, but it's, this is a part of his process of learning. He, he has to go through getting knocked off the ball. He has to learn, learn that players are going to be up his ass instantly. And when he does learn that, he will become a better player for it. And Pochettino will get it out of him.
5: Our best striker is actually learning uh, on the job. And obviously, he's, young. Have, he's a novice striker still. Us having to watch it is painful at times. You see the one on one you yeah, had with Minale. Maybe last season he shoots a second earlier and he scores. But but but, but you know what? What can we do? I think um, I think Son is very very important to Kane's game. And as long as Son is out, we're not going to see the best of him. And the fact that Son scored against Palace and Kane didn't just says it all. I think if if we get Son back quickly, then. We'll improve.
0: Rick and body and then we're finished.
6: OK, at one point I was watching the game and I was like, Liverpool playing with ten men. Like they, It looks like they're playing with ten men. But then I realised Skirtle... <laughs> was inside Harry Kane's bum and, and was living inside his body. And I was like, what is going on here? Like, he was man him, arms around yeah. everywhere, legs around like this fucking octopus holding on to him. And, I, and I, I, the, the ref wasn't fucking blown up for any of it, but I was just like, fuck me, man. It was insane. You inside,
0: can't do that. You Hurricane, can't do that. That's the name of it, the you podcast. Can't, you can't, can't live
6: inside people. <laughs> inside that's Harry Kane's body. That's yes. <laughs>
3: we got Red Men going to produce like a, um, a skull butt plug. That's going yeah. to be the next thing. Okay, was that the point you wanted
0: to make? No, it wasn't
3: my point, but anyway.
2: All right, but we're going to we- move on. It's been yes.
0: a long first half. Sorry, buddy. Okay. Um, we've got Windy now, uh, and then obviously the second half. What? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Windy, about to drop the fucking knowledge, blah. I see you, I've got your back.
4: Hi, Windy here, back with the weekly youth update Looking at our young players and players out on loan Starting off with the loan players Dominic Ball played the full match and Nathan Ottawa was a 59th minute sub as Rangers beat Queen of the South 2-1 Odell were getting the assist for the winner De'Andre Yedling kept his place in Sunderland's starting lineup under new manager Sam Allardyce. He played the whole match as they lost 1-0 to West Brom Grant Ward was a 64-minute sub for Rotherham in their 2-1 defeat at Brentford. And Conor Ogilvie missed out for Stevenage. He'll be out for around two weeks with a hamstring injury. Kenny McAvoy wasn't involved in that match either. It's unclear whether that was because he'd been away with the Ireland under-21s. Our under-18s beat Swansea 3-1 on Saturday morning with goals from Charlie Owens, Sam Shishua and Aramide Ote. Kieran McKenna said after the match, I thought the scoreline was probably fair and the balance of play. And there are positives to take from the game, but to be honest, we're a little bit disappointed with the performance. He went on to praise the goal scorers, though, saying it's good for Aramid. He's a penalty box striker and his goal was typical of his style with a quick reaction from a shot off the post. It's pleasing for him and also for Charlie Owens to get a goal with a late run from midfield, which is something he's been working on. Sam Shashura as well. He came up with a finish that he's been practising a lot in training. So in terms of our goals, there were some real positives to take. The Under-21s had a 3-2 win away at Norwich in a televised match. 16-year-old Keenan Bennett scored his first Under-21 goal on his debut and Ryan Loft also scored on his first start at that level. Bennett and Loft put us 1-0 and then 2-1 up, but Norwich hit back and it was up to substitute Zenon Stylianides to pick out Anton Walks in the box, his first time finish winning us the match on 81 minutes. Young goalkeeper Alfie Whiteman made a string of saves for the England under-17s as they opened their FIFA under-17 World Cup campaign with a 1-0 draw with Guinea in Chile. Marcus Edwards played 88 minutes in that match and had a penalty saved, whilst Kaziah Sterling was was an 84th minute sub. England's next match is against Brazil on Tuesday. I have a question from Love the LoveTheShirt from the Forum, long-time Forum user. He says, not sure when you record, but if Wendy can give us an update on Musa Yahya he's 18 in December I think, can we expect to see him in Lilywhite when he turns 18? So my understanding on Yahya is that he's still waiting to be registered by the FA and that will, should happen by January, this has been down to work permit issues. I'm told he's a good player but not necessarily better than what we've already got in the academy. That's it for this week, but if you're interested in more of young players, follow me on Twitter at Wendy Coys. That's Coys for Come On Your Spurs. Was that what
5: you're saying? <laughs> in a right. roundabout way? <laughs> a little bit. I so saw you <laughs> that's how your food is because I can see it, man. You are white.
0: I'm anyway, fine. the second half of the
3: podcast. <laughs> <half of> <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I was going I stopped talking because that alone.
0: <laughs> you weren't uh, recorded all that way. Not yeah? all of it. I miss your racism. <laughs> <laughs> that actually was an accusation of racism towards Bardi.
3: I'm really not racist at all, man. And you really are white, so it's not a problem. I'm olive-skinned, as me and Ricky were saying before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating my bloody like, chocolate. Yeah. Stop Sorry. eating. I'm, I'm eating
0: my nuts, man. Andrew um, was working on something to raise money for homeless people. Basically, he was walking around um, Brighton, where he lives, and seeing loads of homeless people in... Um, stairwells yeah just fucking obviously not having cold and it's getting really cold at the, at the time at the, at the moment and you can imagine how difficult it is for homeless people um and so he wanted to do something and being someone who gets shit done um he come up with this idea he's been working on an EP for it must be the last 6 months um when he himself was sort of borderline homeless um, he was, uh, he lived in kind of like a converted van, which is essentially like living quarters for himself on wheels. But he kind of, I think he kind of, it resonates with him a lot because how difficult it was right at the time. And th- I mean, us as a family, will you know, <laughs> welcome him back, but he had studies to do and bits and pieces to do in Brighton. So that's the way he lived for a little while. And he wrote this EP during that time. And um, inst- what he, the original idea w- was for us to produce for him to produce this EP and for us to promote it, so that he can pay his student fees for his uh, acting course uh, next term. Um, but instead, what he's decided to do is um, give all this money that, he's, that we potentially could have raised through the Fighting Cock to buy sleeping bags for homeless people in Brighton and elsewhere. Um, and what we're going to be doing is. Uh, selling his EP and or, or giving his EP away in exchange for a donation for people and if you think that's a good idea which I'm sure most of the people listening to this podcast do then you can donate um, so in the coming months up until the lead up to Christmas um, you're going to be able to buy Engine in general's EP uh, in exchange for this donation and um Uh, And it's going to replace the Calm support that we've been doing over the last couple of years. I'm sure most people get bored of me reading out this. um,
5: No one ever gets bored of that.
0: Well, I know, but you kind of naturally, it's it's a human thing to switch off of something you've heard over and over again. So we won't be talking about Calm for the next few months. So this is the last time we're going to do this. Um, Although we will still be retweeting this stuff on Twitter and posting bits and pieces on Facebook. Um, but for more information on Engineer Al's stuff, just keep listening to the pod. He's on the podcast next week. He's down in London for a, for a week and he's coming on the pod. He's so, on the pod? Yeah, lots of, people, lots of people keep asking. If, if, you have, if you're a new listener, uh, Engineer Al was on the pod and would record with us uh, for the first year, maybe a year or two, uh, and then he moved off to do his own thing. He still edits and, as you've heard, does the amazing outros of the, of the podcast. Uh, so he's on next week. He's going to be talking about this, uh, talking a bit about Spurs, and we potentially also have next week a, uh, a, a football agent who manages manages a couple of uh, young Spurs players, and that's going to be an interesting chat as well. His name is
5: John Doe. He has no name. Uh, uh, why, why have you say that? Secret agent. Secret agent. Did
3: I
0: say C. No, but well, I'm no, saying it. it. <laughs> okay, fair yeah, enough. You're okay. not allowed to say his name. Are we yeah. allowed to say his name? No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Oh, okay, all right, fair enough. Well, he's going <laughs> to that's gonna a bit
3: agent. weird
0: when he introduces himself from his own name. Oh! <laughs> okay. name John Doe. Um, anyway, look, The Fighting Cock supports the campaign against living mis- miserably. 12 men a day commit suicide. It is, in fact, the biggest killer of men Aged under 45 in the UK. If you're feeling sad or low, talk to someone, it doesn't have to be someone you know calm, have a helpline open from 5 pm until midnight. The number is 080 802 5858. They have a web chat open from 5 pm until midnight. Uh the calm zone website, which is the calmzone.net, and the Twitter handle is at the calm zone. And again, we're not going to be talking about it, but please give them a follow, get in contact. If you have anyone around you that you think might need help. And then get them to contact uh, Calm because it's an amazing, amazing charity. Okay, so I've uh, got a question in from in what? In <laughs> it's, a, it's a very long Reddit Encinitas name. In Chinitas to Chicago. I probably butchered that. Definitely have. He says, with the dire switch to CDM being a fantastic move, are there any other Spurs players you'd like to see, uh, or, or you think would excel in a different location on the pitch? It's a tough question because uh, we're not not like a a fully paid up manager of a Premier League football club and we don't play or spend time with each player during the week. Um, I think the obvious one is kind of the idea of Walker being pushed forward, but we've talked about his. Yeah,
3: that was a Tim Sherwood idea.
0: Attacking prowess. And we saw what happened against Chelsea when he was. It was horrendous, wasn't it? Any other players you got? Any other ideas? I think Diet, I mean, uh, Rose potentially could be pushed up the pitch. But well, Spurs... he was, and he was
5: rubbish.
3: Spurs this season have committed 133 fouls which is the most in the Premier League, and 18 of these have been attributed to Eric Lamella. This is a stat from scored.com and yeah. Ben McAleer gave this to me. Yeah. So I reckon we could move Lamella into like a kind of enforcer role, because he was a little bit dirty on Saturday. He can kick people. He's quite spiteful, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's got a bit of spite to him. So maybe move him alongside... Um, push Ali. Forward, I really don't forward. want that to happen. The thing <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, the thing is, we have to come up with something, so that was my idea. So. Well, we could just say I've got nothing and then just move on. No.
0: Not
5: just nonsense like that.
3: I can't do that. <laughs> All right, Fazio. say we'll Fazio Centre him forward. No, I'll fucking bury him in the mid, in, in the, under the pitch. So. <laughs> I reckon yeah. Fazio in
5: 1985 could have been a top-line striker Yeah. in English football. Well, Andy like Booth a, made a career out of being... Like a, a Lee Chapman kind of a guy. Yeah, a Lee Chapman um, Keith Edwards... I'm going a bit abstract now, but yeah, things yeah, like that. i never I've heard of him. you stop mentioning players? No, I'm going to keep known. doing it every fucking week. <laughs> Someone could at me on Twitter and say, I've heard of him, and they'll what know. Why Keith Edwards? Because in the 80s, he, he was a top scorer for all, all leagues. Was he? Yes. Owen oh, in Archdeacon. I remember we played for um, Aberdeen and Watford. Fuck you, mate! <laughs> Fuck Give you. me
0: another name!
6: Fuck
5: you! <laughs> Let's get some... I don't play football managers, so it's not even that. I, I just know. <laughs> oh, sure my God.
0: Because I, I only know I'm an Archdeacon. I used play, to play Celtic, too. You used to play play-by-mail? <laughs> yeah, you, play-by-mail, yeah. Play-by-mail. Mention, and it used yeah. To, there's adverts in the back of shoot and match that <laughs> if you wanted a team... So you'd, you'd send off for a team in um, to these these companies that ran this game and they'd send you off these... Um, uh, transfer sheets, uh, team sheets, and you'd have to fill them in. So you'd get your team sheet, who plays, their rating, how good they are, and you'd fill out your team sheet. You'd send it off if you did it in the right time, and then they'd put your team sheet against someone else who'd always send their team off. There were leagues and everything. And then um, I'm I realised what a sad little cunt I was. <laughs> uh, but, um, uh, yeah, he, he, they would do that, and then they'd send you a result back. And then you'd do it again the next week, and you'd pay like pound fifty a turn. That's
3: weird, man.
0: It, it, is, it is weird, but I had Owen Archdeacon in my team. That's how I knew about that.
3: I set up a little business at my secondary school doing that. We played the French league and football manager. Everybody got a team and they had to pay a certain amount of money. And that got them in the league. And then I would print off their team sheets and they would tell me their transfers. They would tell me their teams. I'd go home that night, input it charge them 20p a transfer see I thought I was sad and that was, that was making money I, lo- Soprano over I, here, I, man. I bet I didn't get past October I got really fed up because you can imagine it's you got, impossible you got 15 people giving you sheets and reams of like transfers and tactics and, and I bet they're doing shitloads of transfers every week every week you gotta go home and you gotta type them all in try, do it all half of them never came was through was it a typewriter? No no it was it was, it was um that was my p c it was my compact presario man <laughs> and doing all that kind of shit, and then after October, I've made like two pound profit when they take away all the print.
0: <laughs> okay it. which player would you like to see on the uh, another area of the pitch got anything else all right no. let's move on nice question, but it, it required us to think too much so
5: um people are people are older, than, and and that could play different positions, but I don't think there'd be anything really drastic Who no. for
0: Duncan could could Emulate what uh, Dyer has done in in defensive midfield. I, no, so. I, I don't think so. I, don't,
5: I, don't, I think I think Vertonghen's a bit of a hot head on the ball. Mm. And I think he's probably better with a whole pitch ahead of him, other than part of it. I don't think
3: he he's doesn't. He lacks the intensity of Dyer as well. Uh, okay, let's move on. Um,
0: my mate Jake from the Hope and Anchor, great pub to watch Spurs in. And we've mentioned it many times before. He's after tickets for a hand-elect, and I, this is a, a bit of an arsehole thing to do because many Spurs fans want tickets <laughs> for this game, but he's my mate. So, um, if anyone has a spare ticket, or at least two, for uh, the Anderlecht game, then um, let us know, because I would say let him know, but I can't spell his Polish
5: surname. I only made it because of the story about Janola that we can't really...
0: Oh, yeah, so he <laughs> he was a ball boy at Spurs. <laughs> I spoke to him, he said, he's OK, please, to to say this. Uh, he was a ball boy at Spurs and, and told the other ball boys that to get kind of up in the ball boy's estimations to become lead ball boy in the pack, that Ginola was fucking his (laughs) mum. So he sold his mum out to get a little bit of kudos amongst other ball boys, like eight or nine-year-old kids. Yeah, yeah, he's he's boning my mum.
5: <laughs> this <laughs> is why you must have an Andalette ticket, because of stories like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Legendary. So, yeah, he's he's put his own his mum's credentials on the line here, <laughs> so if you've got a spare Andalette ticket and um, you've, you're able to give it away... Away, away? They'll give it away. To, it's
5: a Put It's You're away, yeah. I mean, there'll
0: be fucking hundreds of tickets, yeah. thousands of tickets at the home. Game. Uh, yeah, so he's flying over there, but uh, <laughs> get in contact with us at Love The Shirt. If you do, uh, that'd be a great thing.
5: I was going to say, I mean, it's after an international week and you know, we've got to talk about Anderlecht. I don't think any of us know a great deal about them or they're danger players or, or anything as such. The relevance of this game is the um, 1984 Yeah for Cup win, which I don't think any of us has what, oh, watched it watched you're it covering like. yourself.
0: <laughs> See, you're covering yourself. You wrote a
3: Running order. and you I said, did. what are
0: our memories of the 1984 <laughs> no, Cup one? I no, was fucking free. No. Three
3: years old. Three, three years then. old. No. No, 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 no. no. Just because you're
0: old enough to remember it, don't mean we know this shit. I was seven. Fuck off. You can. You watched the game.
5: No. Yes, you did. I did not.
0: He was there. Two speak. Games.
6: Speak. You was mid thirties.
5: I um, my only Spurs memory was um, when we beat Oxford, and no, it might have been um, the Wimbledon FA Cup game in the in the, in the eighty-six eighty-seven season. But I don't remember the the, the game. Well, Dave Besson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I mean what I, what I was saying about the, the U Cup game is that the when the fixed when it was first drawn, that was the first game we looked towards. That's why I kind of put that's kind of that's No, no kind Don't get
0: me wrong, it's a major part of our history and, and to not talk about it or not think about it, then uh, you know, it wouldn't sh- it would show us as lesser Spurs fans if we don't know about that game. Rick, tell us what you know about that game. <laughs> What, against Anderlecht? Anderlecht,
5: yeah.
6: Um, Tony Parks... Oh, he's pulled out of bounds!
5: He's, he's telebarized <laughs> stuff. Yeah,
6: t- Tony Parks uh, saved the last penalty. And uh, my memories from that game of the clip of highlights of him diving to his right, palming it, and then sprinting away straight away. Do you know who you know he saved? It against uh, Good Johnson's dad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I was going to say it was uh Icelandic yeah. guy. <laughs> Yeah. Didn't know he was in though. But do you know Frank Arneson played in that game? Yes, it I did. Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: And who
5: else? Enzo Schifo. There you go, the Annie, legend. I knew you had him in your locker. Enzo yeah, Schifo. legend. Um, but talking about it's first Fred, tried to sign Italian. Who's it Italian? It's Biagio. Italian boy in Italy. You can't Italian claim that shit. <laughs>
0: That's like us claiming Owen Hargreaves.
3: Well, you got uh, S- Simone, Simone Perotto when he won the World oh, Cup. Oh, fuck you,
5: mate. <laughs> you <know what? laughs> Why don't you fuck <laughs> in off? In, in our fanzine, of War Places, uh, Marta Butcher wrote a very nice piece about that very game. He talks about him, he went with his old man. Yeah, him? yeah. And he was on, I think it's on his old man's shoulders as he watched the game. He went to school, went to school the following day, told everyone about the whole game in, in intense detail, because back then football wasn't as sanitised as it was now. So, um. yeah. But. Uh, uh, um, sorry, but about, about Anderlecht. I mean, that, that's really third in the table at the moment, and they won 4-0 against the sixth-place team last week, but they're still winless in the Europa League. Well, we, so... sm-
0: we smashed Man City you know top of the league. Well,
5: isn't? there
3: you go. So... We're Tottenham Hotspur. We do what the fuck we want. Yeah,
5: they, I, I when mean, we
6: want.
3: I'm looking forward to it because they have a really good young Belgian central midfielder, Yuri Tielemans, I think his name is, who's brilliant. He's got like a thunderbolt shot. He's 18 years old. He is the next big thing. All the big clubs what are looking at him. Born in 1997. So it's, it's, it it's going to be... be really, that make him it be, be Ask good, him about the It's going to be good cup to pound. watch him. <laughs> Prick. It's going to be nice to watch him. And they've also got. It isn't if he's really good that, that you're going to no, yeah, I mean, enjoy his performance? The he's rest smashed of the team support. is shit. I mean, they got. Um, oh god, they've got, here we go. They got an Italian up front. They got Stefano Okaka, who's like a know from Roma. Yeah. Who actually played for Italy recently, and yeah. he's got one cap, one goal.
5: I'm it's to say is he's he any good? Stuff?
3: Nah, he's rubbish.
5: <laughs> really? Yeah. He uh, played for Fulham for a little bit as well. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. He's oh, terrible. What? When we beat Roma, 5-0... he's going to
0: fucking get a trick now. You know yeah. When
3: we beat Roma, 5- stop shaking
5: your head. So um, yeah, but yeah. Now I think I'll be top of the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Damn no, man. we're we're in a good position. As I said, Anderlecht are still winless. So the pressure's on them. We'd so ju- if we, if they go an hour or so without scoring, then and we're still in the game, then we can, we, we can do it. Right.
6: They call it R R S C Anderlecht Don't ask what the fuck that stands for. Racing something Uh, club? Racing sporting club. Racing
5: sporting
0: club club andelects. Yeah. Okay, I'll bring in that knowledge. Racing sex club. (laughs) (laughs) Racing sex club. Do you remember? sex club. Racing sex club. (laughs) (laughs) Andelect. Rick, do you remember where we went to Anderleck?
6: Yeah, I have lots of memories from Andalus. I don't remember any of it. Well, I was going to say, I have lots of memories, apart from the first day you taking me home at half six in the afternoon yeah. to the hotel. You've because... come all the way
0: to Belgium and you're going to go home. And, and I was like, just have a little lie down on the bench. You'll be fine in the middle of a pub. Um, I also remember, uh, just, just you, know, you know in, what's that? Knockdown Ginger. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're supposed to run. <laughs> but we were so drunk, we just did not turn ginger and just, st- just stayed there by this door in the middle of fucking it Anderle- and then in the middle of Brussels. And
6: a bloke came down, was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Fuck, we were supposed to run away, we forgot what the fuck. And, and we, we couldn't find anything to drink, so we were drinking plum brandy. Yes,
3: <laughs> I've still got the plum brandy. I've still got the bottle at home. Was it just you two on your little having a little day of No, there was, <laughs> was about
0: twelve, <laughs> 12 of us, uh, and it uh, was in the hotel. I got yeah. very drunk and I was eating croissants.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Jesus, man. I, I remember like because I, I came came out from my my stupor of uh, drinking a shitload, and uh, I, I just woke up to to Flav standing in his boxer shorts, and I was like, "You're right, mate." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and he was like absolutely smashed. Then all of a sudden, he, t- <laughs> <laughs> he took his boxer shorts off and threw them out the window. And I was like, what are you doing? And, he, and then he said, i will better go and check everyone's all right. And he just sh- shut the hotel door and he was just bowling around the, the hallway. He's going downstairs... <laughs> completely naked and I was making le- sure
0: everything was all right. And then the next
6: thing, the next thing, he comes up and and he's got a shitload of croissants <laughs> and he's eating them naked, standing around like, "What are you doing? I What's the, going on?" I like, ch-
0: just for clarity, I chucked the boxes out the window and said, "I don't need those. I don't need this anymore."
6: And I remember as well the morning, the morning we were, were up, the we were going to the game, In and, the middle and by of the this room. point, and I was like, "Someone's got their dirty boxes on that." Oh, flab, they're yours, aren't they, mate? They weren't dirty.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, for this let's move on. Um, vi- uh, I've got Bournemouth. Bournemouth away, and no one's made any notes for this game, and I know nothing about Bournemouth other than uh, there's like a child that manages them.
5: I remember something about Bournemouth because when, when you did the Palace preview, mm-hmm. you said Mario played for Palace, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, alright. And who's going to Marry play for? Bournemouth. And did he score in the last game? Did he? Yeah, he did. Did he score did. the game before that? Really? So you ball. know he's got,
3: something. <laughs> he's got a blast on You know me. something. Did he? So we're in trouble, are we? No, we're not in trouble.
6: No. No. Oh, a <laughs> little, little bit of you know. a What I like about Bardi when we're doing
0: this stuff is that
3: it's uh, so conclusive. Yeah. For Fiorentina, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking it, shit. And now they're top of the Serie A. They're really good this year. They, but they, <laughs> they, they, are doing they, they keep selling their best players and they just keep
5: reinventing themselves.
0: Incredible. Has anyone got anything to say about Bournemouth? Because I know nothing. I've, I've
5: got a few. Things. Go on and, then, um, hit me. Just well, um, I think I mentioned earlier on about the boots and that the injuries that players suffer in, in the modern game. Yep. And I believe two or three of their players have suffered ACL injuries. Callum Wilson being the most famous casualty. No. Um, Mings. And mt Mings. him too. Well, Yeah, He's, he was highly rated, wasn't he? Yeah. He was yeah. a Absolutely. record transfer as well. He yeah. yeah. was, and... Um, is it, is it the same injury that they've all suffered? Yeah, I think so. And you know, you get these modern boots, and players get these injuries, and now the end in injury is the is the, is the ACL. But um, but no I mean, Pat, they've won one in four. They're taking a bit of they took a bit of a shoe in last weekend. I think Ricky, you,
6: you tweeted about again, didn't you, about Bournemouth? Yeah, Man City. yeah, 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 yeah. You, you said they were unlucky. Uh, no, no, the f- the first twenty minutes that uh, they were unlucky because they should have had a penalty and it wasn't called, and then Man City's first goal. Was offside, so then that completely sets the tempo of the game. That you know, the luck wasn't with them. And if, if they would have got that early goal, things could have been different. Yep. If that goal that should have been ruled offside, things could have been different. But um, as people say, it's a it's a game of inches. Do you reckon, and sh- um they're and shit all- refereeing decisions.
0: they're all getting ASL injuries because they're um... <laughs> <ACL>. ASL.
6: Fucking MSN, man. We're saying this as well. Like, <laughs> someone clear it up. What what ACL is? Anterior, Anterior cruciate oh, ligament. There we go. Uh, arsehole. <laughs> arsehole. Cut <laughs> <laughs> <Gun> ligament. Uh, <laughs> sorry,
0: yes. I'm such a fucking child. Dren, they're all getting these injuries because it's fucking boring in Bournemouth. Like there's nothing to do there. Quite like so what they're doing is go around just kicking shit.
3: It's quite a nice place. It's got a really nice beach. Yeah. But anyway, if we're not if we're not burying Bournemouth, then we have got problems. I think we I think they're difficult at home, but I think we're going to do it. A good footballing you, team. I like their manager. I like the style. I like what he's trying to do, but he hasn't got the right place. Oh, I don't it. like their manager. Everyone
0: likes Eddie Howe. He fucked him off and went to Burnley, and because it all fuck, like fucked up for him, he went oh, I'm going to come back. That ain't
3: right? <laughs> That's
0: like sounds like Robbie Keane.
3: <laughs> is that right, like everyone a remembers
0: Robbie Keane as an amazing footballer and we love Robbie Keane no one remembers he, him as
5: that but it helps my point what are you doing to me? I'm deflecting I'm deflecting your point mate don't
0: and he came he came back from Liverpool and then yeah. it doesn't matter anymore because you fucked everything up. I didn't, I didn't like ruin his so legacy much. yeah he did ruin his legacy and that's what Eddie Howe's done although you know they probably that, love yeah. him and he's only he's only what is he 26 23 20, 23? 20. <laughs> no, he's 20
3: 20, <laughs> 20. 20. Charlie I mean, Parrish likes him so I kind of like him I like anything Charlie Parrish likes <laughs> <laughs>
0: can we move on from Bournemouth you can do predictions for Bournemouth
5: predictions for both games
0: alright uh, 4-0 against Anderlecht 1-1 and the other game 1-1 one, one, uh, Anderlecht
5: talking Andelect. Andelect and Bournemouth. So you said four 0 for
0: oh, oh god, you're a so stickler, aren't you?
5: <laughs> four nil Bournemouth, four 0 Andelect. Okay. One one Andelect <laughs> and two one Bournemouth. We'll beat Bournemouth <laughs> two one. Buddy. One one and three one.
6: <laughs> um I'm gonna go one nil Andelect um and sorry, that's Tottenham one, Andelect nil, and then two one. Against Bournemouth, when when Bournemouth played up against City, like, understandably they Rest went four against. five one, and obviously I think it's setting in now that they're they're going to have to kind of against the top the, the the top half teams that they know their place, strangulate the game, try and get try and get a, a point a bit against anyone, and I think it's going to be that they're just going to put everyone behind the ball, and I think we're going to be finding very hard to break them down, but I think we'll we'll, we'll edge out winners there.
0: Body got an erection when he
3: said <laughs> 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 I
6: was just thinking just Potch
3: mounting mountain their manager. But I've just there's one thing that no matter how good our defence is, we always think that apart from Flav, because Flav's predictions are just nonsense anyway, but we all thought that Spurs would concede against Bournemouth, even though that our defence is really good. We're still
5: we're still quite pessimistic. Have we kept a clean sheet away from home?
0: No, we've conceded very few goals this season. Yeah. yeah but away from home, I don't think we've kept a clean sheet. We don't need to, we're in score four, so
5: to our prediction,
0: whatever. Uh, Villa, uh, Anderlecht and Woolwich next home games after that. So that's three home games, very winnable home games, and can't wait
5: for each one of those. Wait, is Woodage at home? Was yeah, that that way? that's the yeah, way I wrote that wrong. Sorry, <laughs> um, you made me look like a right <laughs> No, <laughs> anyway, we, we've all got a thumbs But I do, I do, full form. All right, <laughs> let's, <laughs> talk-, let's <laughs> talk about loyalty <laundry laughs> points. <just>, let's <laughs> move on. Yeah, so uh, there's this
0: issue, Ricky. You have wanted to talk about this for a while because you're a season ticket holder. Mm and you have like su-
6: 10 years mate yeah
0: yeah <laughs> well you've suffered from uh, this new policy yeah. uh, from from Spurs I spoke to Charlie Marks who's been a home and away season ticket holder for many years until he had kids I think it's a season ticket older now yeah um, and he thinks it's the last three years or last four That's years four alright last four years yeah um, since the club have reorganised essentially so your your loyalty points only count for the last four years as opposed to every game that you've been to since the loyalty points were introduced. Yeah. What's your problem?
6: So, I'm not saying that uh, there's a problem, but I'm just saying that, you know, if h- how is your loyalty judged? So, like, your loyalty of going to Spurs and paying for a season ticket for the last 20 years, and then someone comes in that's kind of... Uh, you know, I don't want to say a Nouveau fan, but, like, come in yeah, for the yeah, last, yeah. last four years and they're going to every game, they're young... Energetic, going to every game, home and away, and you know, putting their putting their time in, which is fair enough. But then, does that does that mean that they that they're a a better fan, more loyal fan, than someone that's been going twenty years, um, you know, for 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 however long, whoever whoever you are, um, what's to say what what's the difference? Who's more loyal? Who's yeah, before
0: I come on to you, T, um, This I had a conversation with Charlie today and I know he has a massive gripe with it because he's, like, out of all of the fans that I've known in my life, he's gone to more football games than anyone else.
6: Yeah, completely. It's insane, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. Uh, We're like, how are
0: you holding down a relationship?
6: No, no, yeah, I, I used to think that back in the day. Yeah. And uh, I he, lit that geezer literally went... Everywhere. OK. He
0: has
5: 1,000. over 1,000.
0: He, he was once in the top 200 uh, list of loyalty yeah. point holders at, yeah. at Tottenham. Uh, and he's not anymore. But um th- this is what I had a conversation with on the phone today, and I'm summarising these points. So if I butcher some of so these, I apologise, Charlie. This is a guy who's been on the podcast before many times. Uh, he says, um, there's a lot of points accumulated when we were shit. Um you go to Spurs for thick and thin, and that's what loyalty means. It means it doesn't mean just going to the game when it's fashionable, it means going up to Grinsby on a, you know, to use a cliche on, on a Tuesday night, rainy Tuesday night. He said there's many people selling their tickets to away matches, so they're getting loyalty points and then they're selling them through Twitter or wherever. Um, which obviously increases the loyalty point cut-off to people that want tickets that can't get them. Uh, it forces fans onto the black market, so i.e. that would be Twitter, but you know more likely, uh, you know, on the streets outside the Spurs ground or at, at away matches or whatever. Um, there, there was this issue in Monaco that went to loyalty points, and there wasn't a thousand people there. So people bought a ticket to Monaco cause it cost sixteen pounds. They're, they're essentially exchanging their sixteen quid for the five loyalty points which isn't great when you're trying to watch your team. And there's people that would have would have gone, would have gone to Monaco, would have booked flights, but they couldn't because they weren't guaranteed a ticket. Uh, he, he says some people just pay the price and, and, and not turn up. He's uh, someone who's decided to support Spurs since 2010, could have more loyalty points than someone who's been going home and away for decades. Case in point himself, um, who's he's had two kids and, and can't go as much. And it, it's hard... To argue against these, these points, but and, and I agree with all of them.
3: But there is an, there is another side to it. There is the 16-year-old person. There's that 21-year-old guy who's just got a job, who can now finally, who for the last four years has finally had a job where he can pay for his own tickets, where he can start going to games. And I, I see both sides of this of this <laughs> argument. But there's what about the people that are now. Got to the point in their lives where they can go to watch the Tottenham, where they can start. They got the money to spend. Why are they not allowed in? Because people who've been there for so long. Eventually, everything, the next generation, and everything is always waiting there. I'm, I'm just putting. I'm just putting. No, this
0: out no, I, I agree with you completely. But I would say
3: that now. The... <sighs> I mean, we've complained about the atmosphere at White Hart Lane because the the age group is getting older because people are holding on to their seats for longer. There's another There's another layer of support there. That's a different... They have a different way of supporting and everything else, but why do they not deserve their chance to start supporting? Just I guess because, because they haven't because paid their dues, and, and it's but un- how unfortunate. How can you ever pay your dues if the people that have been there for 10, 15 years in front of you keep taking your tickets? You it's not like taking your tickets,
0: though. They're getting the tickets because they've done everything. They've been well, there when we well, were shit.
3: Going. But they're not going. They're no, selling not selling their tickets.
0: No, I mean... No no we we that's a mass generalization some people are
5: yeah,
3: not I, everyone
0: yeah, I'm not saying and no. um uh and Charlie obviously wants to get tickets for for monaco or, or for andelect which is which was the talking point we've got nine hundred tickets and he, and one of his group of friends got tickets uh,
6: and i mean from from my point of view um I think this is the the tenth it may even be the eleventh year of being a season to get older. Um, and before that, I was just a general member. But I, I literally went to every home game before that. Um, and as a kid, from like I don't know, twelve, thirteen, went went to those games. And I, I'm not saying that my loyalty is any better than anyone's, or I support Tottenham more, or anything like that. Well, but it is
5: what, what, through time served.
6: Well, okay, through time served, yeah. then I still can't go Arsenal away, Chelsea away, West Ham away. Like, all all the games that I would want to through my loyalty points through just having a season ticket, I can't get to. And 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 even though that you know it's kind of saying well, maybe you should you should accumulate more loyalty points by going to away games and things like that. But I, again, on that flip side, I have a family and like, I I can't I can't do every single game just to get my loyalty points up just to go to to the games.
5: Um, what my what an idea of just kind of came to me the last 10 minutes is that um service season what points do you get because you, you get given an increase whether it's 20 or how many points do you get
6: yeah it's like around 18 or 20 or something so like
5: maybe that. it should be maybe it should be like incrementally so if you've been a fan for i don't know 10 years maybe you get 50 points and maybe if you're a fan for 15 years you get 30 points, maybe that's how they should do it, to kind of award yeah. the time served, because that's, that's what it is, really. I mean, I'm a beneficiary of people who don't go to games, and people who say, "T, T, I'm not going into this game, you can use my season ticket, and here you go. And um, Bournemouth is a prime example. I'm I'm a beneficiary of someone who's not using their ticket, and I've not been on... Well, I'm talking about in the podcast. I've not been on Twitter saying, oh, my God, I've got a ticket for this game, because it's a bit unfair, because I know people who... Go to people who are like Ricky's position who go to games week after week at home, and their season ticket holders, and they're not got a ticket. I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, I've got a ticket because it's, it's it's a little unfair. But it, it, there's no fair way. Cause... I don't
0: I don't think there's a, a problem with fans exchanging tickets because if there was, then it would have a worse situation. If you, if, if fans were unable to exchange tickets, then it would be it would be shit. It would be I mean, mo- so many people get tickets from. Um, from to, other fans. To talking to other fans, and that's yep. the way it always should be, because you can give it to people you like, or and
6: face value as well.
0: The face value, and, and then you don't have to rely on things like StubHub. So there's nothing wrong with that. I, I think the issue here is this is something that the club have, have, have enforced, and it was kind of alluding a little bit to your point there, uh, T. But the problem here is the amount of time that they're taking into account. Like, don't take twenty, uh, don't take three years or four years. Take ten years. So, people that have had moments in their life or, or issues, or have had kids or family members dying, or they've become sick themselves, they can't go to the game. They shouldn't be penalised because that happened in the last three or four years. If you spread it over a, a longer term, i.e., 10 years, then it, it's kind of a fairer process. There is an argument, though, that, um, you know, was there, there, there's this, there was a, a kind of elite group of season two yeah, shop. Cold, it, that that, that would get tickets, and it meant that we couldn't get
3: uh, but no, normal fans. But are you getting. see, you're saying people that can't go now should be let off. But what about the people that couldn't go then? See, you see how you But we we would. I mean, like if, if, if there is no right or wrong answer to this, if there's, there's there's no way that well, no, the club there, can there, solve this. The
0: well, there is by extending it. Right, I'm saying four years is ridiculous because we, we were in the Champions League in 2010. Yeah. So someone. Someone who joined the club or was interested in 2010, when it's our fucking glory years, when it's easy being a Spurs fan, could potentially be uh, more likely to get a ticket to Arsenal away than someone who
5: went when we were dog shit. They won't have had a season ticket in that season, though.
0: Do you know what I mean, though? There could be. uh, uh, No matter how you think of it, football is about time served. Fans, it's, it's about time. No, to... but, you're, you're, is.
3: But, but you're letting off people that can't go now, compared to people that couldn't. And, but you're not letting off people that couldn't go then. I know, I know what you mean. And I personally think there isn't an easy way to sur- to solve this because someone who's been going said last game, every single game for the last four years. Why should they be penalised because they couldn't go to every single game five years ago? I just
0: think four years is a very small amount of time to because it just it, 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 yeah it's a lot yeah. easier to support spurs now than it was ten fifteen years ago
3: but football's as as we say every week football's changed, you know and um as as everything change you see how much football changes in a week like, compared to what it changes in four years now
5: but um I do think time served has to be rewarded in some way and um the way it used to be before, with people having like, I mean, Charlie, Marks, Mark Butcher, mm-hmm. and many others have got like, had over a thousand points and they got tickets for every game guaranteed. But um, someone who got a season ticket in 2008 had no chance and they went to loads of games before that. So I do think if you, and as, I, as I said before, to reiterate the idea that if you've served for more than, I don't know, five, eight years, you get a higher bump each season than someone who hasn't. Someone is doing for a short. That, that for me is the only fair way because um, Ricky, but be this season ticket holder for in this 11th season, should well, have something. You've got a
0: season ticket holder that has shittest time in, in recent. Mm. recent when, when was it? When was your first season ticket? Who was in charge?
6: Oh God! It was, it was a Santini. Santini. It was Santini. Yeah, it was Santini. Yeah, and, yeah. and we
0: we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know Joel was going to yeah. come in after nine games or whatever yeah, it yeah. was. So that was
3: after the pleat, the the huddle pleat season. Wasn't so, it so it was, it was, yeah, it awesome was, it was
0: Santini. Yeah, so if yeah. you gauge your interest in your club based on success and the likelihood of success, that was probably the worst possible time to buy a season ticket, and you did.
6: Yeah. So, so is that it, it? Was kind of it got to that point where there was availability and um it wasn't that i had the money but it was just like the opportunity was there that i could sit next to my dad and we would be going every single season uh, every season as members so it's like the natural progression was to get the season ticket it's available didn't have the money but you you know you make the money available and then you go to the games and yeah now i've got two children and i've got you know a a long-term partner and it's kind of go to every home game and now I'm in a position where if I want to go to away games, I have to get it from uh, other means. So if I do get that ticket, then the points, I don't get the points. If I want to travel away in Europe, I won't get the ticket. It goes to someone, the points go to someone else. But yeah, I'm the one that's flying, hotels, all, all that kind of stuff. And I don't get the loyalty points for that, which I, you know, obviously I'm going to think is unfair.
5: Just to make a very quick additional point, I mean, when we get the new stadium... Um, 80% I'm going to get a season ticket and my boy will probably get one because he's, he's in the list as well. Um, if he doesn't, he'll probably be using my because I'll probably be get points off him and then through that, I'll probably get to go to games. So it's a bit of... Um, so there, there, there's a further um, twist because when we get the new stadium, there's going to be people who, I don't know, been a member since... People could have joined today. But as the stadium is built, they might be, in a position, might be in a better position than most to get a season ticket, so... There's no real, there's no real fair, fair way. Okay,
0: I mean that that sums it up. I mean we we've been talking about it. And we all kind of think about Spurs on the same page, and yeah. there is no answer. I just I do sympathise with people who have been going for a long time, and 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 they're struggling to get to games they want to go to because they've put in the time when when Spurs were fucking wank. Yeah, but I also get parties. <laughs> you get parties point that there's there's a group of fans that didn't have the option to go then. I couldn't afford to. So it, it is. Swings and roundabouts. Um, there is no solution, but I do have an issue with the time that the, the, the club have, have put on this. So I don't know. We've talked about it. The other people solve it.
6: Mm.
0: We never solve anything on the fighting cock. All right. So uh, we've only we've run over again, but we've only got time for one question. Uh, it's actually a two-part question from Galaxy Hero. Is that right? No, no it's that's, not.
5: That's, that's, that
0: was... What should we do? Yeah. T choose one. Turkey Dinosaurs at Reddit. you do that one. So what's your favourite chant uh, that don't get sung enough? There's another, another question.
3: <laughs> I like the, um, uh, we, sang in the sun, uh, we Sang In The Rain All the thing I love most is being E. Yeah, that,
0: B and the 1882 sing that and they, we sang it in Monaco quite a lot. That yep. was the best part of it. I, I like that yep. because it's kind of it's about something outside of of what happens on the pitch.
3: And it's a bit bit different as well. You can't trace it back to oh, the, another club sung This first, well, actually, the, oh, yeah,
0: author, no, so. yeah, you can. It's this. Yeah, like, I think we nicked it off Liverpool, Man United. Right. We nick everything. I mean, Correct. every every club does. Yeah, Even yeah. The, this Jürgen Klopp Klopp Krop song, Ericsson's and the, I'm sure we like,
5: do. Do, do, do. We I, still I that. think that's original. I think that's original. Yeah, Is it yeah, because that's, that's, Mark Butcher sung that. He's the one who sang that about Lennon. We're claiming it. What about
0: you? What, what any songs that you, um, you think we should sing more?
5: It's hard to really say. I mean, um, was it the one on the shelf, the kid on the shelf? I don't know what Oh, the, um, the the back. When, of the I shelf. Uh, when I was a
0: poor little you know. When I was a poor little you I stood at the back of the shelf. I'd go to the bar to buy a lager and only buy one for myself, yeah. myself. Yeah. But that was that was a, 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 a an adaptation of the Arsenal song was. You're only a poor little gooner. Your face is all tattered and torn. Yeah, yeah it's you make me feel sick. <laughs> so hit you with a brick, <laughs> and then you won't cry anymore. <laughs> that is know, fucking harsh as fuck. Maybe we should bring that back at, <laughs> at 1882. That was that's good.
5: But like, that's the song. That's the song I don't hear much, and as a result, I don't really know that well because I hardly hear it.
6: Mm. Uh, fa- Favorite for mine that I don't hear enough is hot Now Here." Really? Yeah, See, I, I love it. I can.
5: I
0: love it too. Uh, it, it's an Everton song. Firstly, secondly, um, it's quite a difficult one to keep going because it's kind of the different. When,
5: when and I, like, yeah. no one sings the end bit ever. Like, <laughs> when I go to um, when I go to the Emirates, as I'm yeah. going in a few weeks from now, that song gets sung more then than any other time. But. That's a thing, that's a, that's I wouldn't
6: a... know, mate. Can't get a ticket. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you know what? That's a point, and I walked into that one. But, um, that, that's a fixture where I hear that song more than any other game.
0: My favourite song—it's uh, not my favourite song—but I wish it get sung more—is McNamara's band.
5: But no one knows the words. Yeah, but it's, it, it's a mouthful as well. It isn't.
0: Um, oh, shit, I can't remember it. Man. There you
5: go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cockle thing. The uh,
0: It's
5: the cockle. Will... The Cockle Crows.
0: The yeah. whistle blows the, the Cockle, cockle crows, crows, and now we're in the game. It's up to you, you lily whites, to play the Tottenham way. There's many teams in many towns, and some are great and small, but the famous Tottenham Hotspur are the greatest of them all. fucking the bollocks that yeah, uh, is uh, if uh, we can oh, get uh, that going Yeah,
5: yeah it's, it's, only, that, it's four lines I also remember it. another one as well what's that? but it's not a Tottenham song um, you are my Tottenham only Tottenham you make me uh, Yeah. when skies guys? la 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 see that's
6: quality as well
5: it's that, very uh, basic and a lot of other clubs sing it, but that's something that's, that's easy to kind of remember yeah
6: absolutely
5: Ricky what's the other you ever said
6: yeah, I did. He said, I'm not here. He said,
0: I've had a run. <laughs> I, I don't know.
5: know what the fuck
3: you're saying, Ricky. <laughs> I've
5: had a run. What about the second part? Uh, <laughs> the
0: second part is what is your least favourite chant uh, that gets sung all the time? Come on, you Spurs.
3: Stand up if you hate Arsenal. Like, I, I really don't like that no, song.
0: I like anything that expresses our hatred yeah. for them.
3: No, because I, I, don't, I really don't like it. And uh, once or twice I heard it, somebody sing the. Um, the Jack Wilshere. What do you think of talking? Oh no, that is when that, some people start singing that about Arsenal. I just want to punch people. Pencil in the
0: eye. Yeah, the, uh, uh, yeah. If you if you replicate any song that Arsenal sing, that's that's a that's forbidden. <laughs> that, that, you know, um, what, what's the Arsenal song they sing? Which, uh, which one? Uh, the Jack
3: Wilshere one. one Arse- to Arsenal. No, no. it's only <laughs> it got song. We,
0: I can't
3: remember. What is your rude song? Oh,
0: we I can't
5: did. Remember we what did copy no, the same song for Vandervart. That's that's what it was. Yeah, yeah but that song was this song. That I think S C N or Macaleti. One of them like that song. Have you
0: got an answer for this? Song? it's this question?
5: At yeah, least favorite chance. Um, I'm not a big fan of "Everywhere We Go," but that's, that song splits people because like it's an it. easy song
6: to kind of catch I, on. About. I really
0: like
6: it. Catchy. I'm not. I'm going to go with a very very new one, and it's the Dolly Alley. Head, Should shoulders, your... knees, and toes. <laughs> no, come don't on! Like it, mate. Don't no, like no, it, man. There's loads of people I hate
0: that. I oh, really? really can't get. I, I, really don't, really I just don't. Right. Underst- okay. I don't understand the lyrics. You put, uh, uh, you put your whole self in. Oh shit! cooking Hokey pokey. Yeah, I, okay. I quite like it. Well, I hum that to myself and I'm having sex. For the rhythm. In, out, uh, in, out, uh, you shake it all the bats. Do the okey-cokey and you turn around. Ball in your fucking face. <laughs> I don't know. i got somebody. my boards in your face. <laughs> <laughs> right. What
5: did you do with it? <laughs> next question.
0: I, I made that up. There is no next question because we've run over. It's 40 minutes second half, 45 minutes first half. Yeet. Uh, Ricky, thank you for coming down, mate. That's all right, no problem. Buddy. Been a legend. Thank you. Uh, T. Blaps. And I've been Flav. And this has been the Fighting Cup
5: Podcast. (laughs)